What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? These ultra-low net carb baked goods contain zero sugar, fewer calories, and more protein than the leading brands, and are high in fiber to support gut health. Shop now at Hero.co. This is it. On the 30-meter line, they're going to take it. They're going to take it soon. Pierce to the 30. They run for a try now. It's come down to Graham. Back to the middle. It's found Minicello. A long-range shot for Manassa. He's got us. Oh, what a kick. He got a kick. very much for tuning into this week's episode of the Irish NRL show the final episode of the season mm. the grand final preview the grand final yeah grand final preview <laughs> delighted as always to be joined by Tash how are you not too bad not too bad did you enjoy the footy on the weekend oh definitely now I think going into the week we sort of touched on it that the two teams that we thought were going to win actually won I thought the Panthers played exceptional and the Broncos, I thought at ten minutes, I I think it takes you. I said this is gonna be a cracker game, but then the Broncos sort of stepped yeah. up and pulled away a little bit. But uh, yeah, it was interesting to see that the two teams, the two outliers of the of the league, still being able to fucking perform coming into the semi final. Like, yeah, look, we we've been, we and and others have been calling this as the final hmm. a long way out, um, they just are far and away. The two best teams, and even. It was tight in both games for the first 10-15 minutes. Like it was, Brian Toto scored first. We'll probably do the Panthers game first and then we'll, we'll go yeah. through the Broncos. Brian Toto obviously scored first and then just Nolan came back with a try after 10 minutes. The bloke is a strange season. Um, it's very strange at all. I think, mm-hmm. I don't know if it was after that big, remember the big tackle in, mm-hmm. in the Manly game? He mm-hmm. wasn't himself there for a while, unless he was injured or something. No, but then he was carved with trees in the in the lower whatever he went back to. I don't know what they're called. Yeah, whether whether he had a fallen out with Bellamy, maybe Bellamy, or maybe I think it was there was an element too as well. He was homesick at one stage. He had to go yeah. home and look. It just didn't work out for him this year. And, and ultimately, look the storm. Given what they went through injury wise, the fact that they even made it here, they have to be commended. And look. Be interested to see in the off season if there is a move for Belliac or yeah I I is he hasn't finalized what he's doing no. I didn't know so it's a bit strange and I think it's going it's it'll be too much of a story I think I think he'd be clever enough to to come out and say maybe early next year what he's doing like yeah like get it out of the way put it to bed yeah, put yeah. it to bed everyone, or every knows where they're sitting. Or just leave under the cover of darkness. That's it, yeah. Um, but uh, out of respect for the club. But yeah, look, and then look, the Panthers obviously kicked on then. Uh, Brian Tao ended up with a hat-trick. Nathan Cleary became the youngest player to reach 1,400 points, such as the level of class that he has that we sometimes sleep on because they're just such a machine. They are, they're, they are just a well-oiled machine, like. Uh, when he's on song, he is on song. Like. Yeah. Um. But look, you look through kind of the performances, like it, it was phenomenal. Um. By the mall, you can go through the stats and you can 
rifle off kind of whatever you like. The Panthers are just we kind of have a bit of a success fatigue with the with the Panthers where they've just been so good for so long that we kind of switch off and we underappreciate them. A bit like the Limit Corridors. Yeah, they get it's you don't know what you have until it's gone. Like yeah. you'll be like you, nobody really appreciate this team until someone breaks a duck and then you look back at it through whatever tinted glasses you want. Yeah. <laughs> and look back and, and you realise how good a team was. Like yeah. dynasties and stuff like that. They talk about in sport oh, all the time. Look at like, it, it is, is a dynasty. It's yeah. an absolute dynasty and a, a production line of talent. <laughs> that is well that they can get through they can get through the season and every good player they have they can either win their contracts like trying to get mm. like much to be said about like getting your money and stuff like that but some of these players prefer the results and maybe the the accolades of like uh, grand finals and stuff and then later on in their career they go looking for mm. like they like a Stephen Crichton like he's, he's he'll have three now in a row mm. and then he's gone to the Bulldogs like You'll see two or three next year, maybe or or the year after, sort of leaving. That like I can see Brian Tahoe leave for big big money, at some stage. Uh, I'm not sure I can see him leaving. I can see Jerome Luai leaving. Yeah, yeah. Well, the playmakers as well. They they he'll get astronomical money somewhere. He get big money. Plus, I think he'll also want to go and prove that he can do it elsewhere without Cleary. Yeah. Um. It'd be interesting times. Um. Yeah, just touching on that game then, it was 18-4 half time, as you say, it was an early, it was like, Toe scored three minutes in, then Oldham scored, and then it was very much Panthers game then, I think Toe scored 20, other winger scored 27, and then Cleary and Edwards scored two minutes after each other in the second half, which mm. killed off the game nearly, mm. and then Toe finished in the, uh, with his hat-trick then, yeah, I Cleary missed one kick <laughs> out of six, as you say, the Iceman. And he kicked two penalties as well, which is, you can see how clinical, like, 75th minute cover penalty, like, yeah. <laughs> the damage was done, yeah. <laughs> but, but still, it, just to go, oh, fuck, we go for a kick, like. And it also kind of, if you look at the team stats, it also kind of just shows you how good Pemmert are, like, they've made, like, if you read the Melbourne Storm stats, you would say someone was playing the West Tigers. Yeah. Like, time of possession, um, Panthers had 30 minutes and 50 seconds. The Storm had 23 minutes and 16 seconds. In terms of completion rate, the Panthers were 87% versus the Storm's 65%. In terms of run metres, Panthers had 1,812. The Storm only had 1,330. Like, yeah, the, these are... Like, your, your scales are so and the Panthers, like... Yeah, but it's 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 not a, a poor performance from the Storm. The, these are pressure-induced oh, changes. Oh, it's who you're playing. Like uh, the tackles there it was a uh, thirty seven or three hundred seventy seven tackles to two hundred ninety three for the Panthers, but then you go to the missed tackles, so fifty three missed tackles, like yeah, which is ridiculous. That could have been another like they, if they got them tackles, there'd still be like, hundred and twelve tackles more than the team you're playing, which is astronomical numbers. Like it's just mad. Uh, as you said, like the Panthers are just that oil machine that the like I can see them going again next year. Like yeah. as you said, like I know you touched on Jerome Louis, like it all depends on what happens to him, like but I, I think don't think Cleary, yeah, with like, Cleary in that. I think a massive loss for them was the Coruscant. Mm. Well at the beginning of the season. I mm. thought that was a massive loss. Yeah. And still the two lads, Sonny uh, Luke and Mitch Kenny, they didn't play out their skin, like. 
but still how good the Panthers behind them are they were still able to do the job like yeah I think there's a, a with the Panthers system there is a lot of players that that actually are replaceable they're when they're involved they're phenomenal mm. but when they're not they are replaceable I think the key, the key man obviously is, is uh, Nathan Cleary mm. and I would say the other key man is probably um no, I was actually going to say um, Dylan Edwards. Oh, yeah, definitely. Outside of that, and they're not all on the same par, but I think they're all replaceable. But the two players you named are totally different, as as important, but mm. totally different sort of reasons. reasons. Like, you look at his metres out of contact and out, mm. of, out of the backfield. Edwards, like, mm. it's astronomical. His work record is ridiculous. But then you have Nathan Cleary just fucking pulling the strings. Iceman. Yeah, just when they get up to like fourth, third, fourth tackle, they're halfway up the field because of Edwards' run, and then Cleary can come in and, and either kick it long, kick it high. Like his kicking game, his, his range of kicking is like you'd hate to be a fullback or a winger playing against Cleary because you know he's going to test you with every kick. Yeah. Like none of the kicks are easy. <laughs> like, I'm very comfortable saying that if they lost James Fisher Harris tomorrow, they'd be unaffected, and that is the best prop in the competition. Yeah. Yeah. That's that speaks volumes to their system, mm. but I think uh, we've 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 given the the Panthers their due. It's time to talk about the the Warriors, Broncos. One probably controversial point, and it probably is the the Jordan Ricky Troy in the fifty fourth minute, uh, with the uh, Denver Broncos quarterback. Show on the bass. Look, it 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 was a, it did feel seminal in that moment in time I think it was I think with the score score was it was definitely four tries to three and it was definitely yeah. a far more even contest when that happened it's a glaring miss I still think the Broncos would have won not sure they would have won it was 24 to 12 at that stage yeah yeah, but it was still it was in the it game still, was in yeah, the balance still touch, yeah touch and go like, I think if, if they didn't get that try at that moment maybe it would have been a different story and letting the Warriors back in. But uh, I just thought, I te- like I did text you saying, like, this is going to be a cracker of a game. For the first 10 minutes, like I thought, like the first try, uh, the winger wasn't, the Zezniak scored. Yeah. I was like, oh, the Broncos are in trouble here. Yeah. And then the next try was the intercept, was it? Or was that No, the Billy Water scored and then it was the intercept. Intercept. Then I was like, they're getting dangerous here. Like mm. They're pushing too much. And then they sort of got back. I think the selection of uh, Jesse Arthur on the wing just shows you what they were, what sort of game plan that the Broncos were going to go with. Like, it's, it's that flash, like, very good in close quarters, unlike Corey Oates, which mm. would just run straight down, like, mm. trying to run over a person. Mm. Like, Jesse Arthur underneath tackles, dipping, trying to get that extra yard. Like, and it's sort of the mentality of the Broncos now that they fight for everything in the backs maybe mm. like their young guns like the two centres like Farnworth was named as, as the centre of the year like he's going to get I think Daddy M centre of the year probably. yeah probably. and and what's name's not far behind him I think it's just that uh, <laughs> for for it doesn't look a big man but Jesus he can make fucking yards mm. He's, he's that like when he comes back in against the grain like and takes off you're like oh bollocks <laughs> like, he's going to make the like he's a great way of finding space and I think we touched on it as well he had a few limitations 
we sort of touched on it last year. Remember the pass? Like he always went back into contact instead of like looking for his winger and stuff mm-hmm. like that. He's at, he's after getting far better at sort of that side of the game. Like his distribute like to Jesse Hart outside of like because I don't think Corey Oates would have scored the tries. No. That Jesse Hart scored last year because of Farmer going back in facing for contact. But thereafter going an extra pass, like and getting to the wings and, and making great tries like all all season, like. Uh Billy Waters I <laughs> I don't have much to say about Billy Waters, but like I think his selection, I know he went and, and signed he was with the West and then went back mm. to the Broncos and he wanted to play under his father. I think it is if they're gonna be fighting for this competition, I think it's an area that the Broncos have to look at their hookah. You say that in the prelim final he still come up with two tries. Oh very much so, but it was yeah. off the back of good work yeah. or something like his first try was the, just looked I, like I think I think anyone could have scored a second try if he was in yeah. that position. And <laughs> I think he celebrated with two hairs as well. <laughs> I think I think I think what's uh, that 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 gets the brass tacks but I think what's a bigger concern for the Broncos long term is this side look I know Reese Walsh is, has a phenomenal year. But make no bones about it, this side is going to the grand final on the back of a second second career from Adam Reynolds. Mm-hmm. Um like you like you look at like through the stats and seven out of seven conversions, zero out of three for the Warriors. Ridiculous. It was a big decider. And look, I know I know uh, And some of them were out in the on the sticks, yeah. like <laughs> it wasn't that he got them yeah. all under the post. Um like the the key moment for me is around the time of that it was a key 10 minute spell where he had that pass go forward mm. so they were 12 points up and they scored that then Adam Pompey gets sent to the bin four minutes later and then Ezra Mann scored that scores right, yeah. as well so like that 10 minutes is where the Warriors were ruled out look they, they kept fighting and they have had a phenomenal season and anyone that thinks that they like well not like there's things that they haven't I think everyone's in agreement they have I just hope next year they're not like the Cowboys. Yeah. Because uh, that would be kind of, not devastating, but I've, I've thoroughly enjoyed this season from the Warriors. I think they've been... I think we, we touched on it as well with the, the other code. If the All-Backs don't do well in the World Cup, I think New Zealand will get on the back of the Warriors being an international team playing mm-hmm. in an international competition, which they're not really getting with the, like the Super League as well, like I think, or the Super Rugby. Yeah. They're not getting that uh, exposure. Exposure, yeah. where the fact that there's only one team against the whole of Australia, like, <laughs> which is massive for that. Keeps trans, that yeah, trans Tasman sort of rivalry. Yeah, uh, it's funny that um, sorry, um, like <laughs> they're probably going to give coach of the year to to Webster. Well, you should get it, yeah. But you look at the two coaches that are both like clearly you should get coach of the year every year. No, we no, we should. No, no, we shouldn't. I think if you keep it's, that team the way he's going and being able to perform every time, he's he's. I think it's a very easy job. It's like you look at it's your, like praising Pep when he was over Barcelona for the thirty five fucking million passes they made. Yeah, <laughs> but like there's certain jobs you have to examine in a vacuum, and we we actually touched on it last week. Like. It's hard to rate Cleary when you've seen what he did elsewhere. True, yeah. Whereas... Is it the system or is it the coach? And whereas you like, could be right with the, with the system as being better than the coach. I'm not saying he's, not, he's a bad coach, but it's definitely... When, when it's that good, 
there's more room for error in your coaching. Whereas Andrew Webster has not brought brought in a whole heap more no. than what was there last year and the year before. No. So I think he will get coach of their year because it, it, again, and it's, but it's true, yeah, because like expectations. Yeah, if you think of that one as well, it should be like the Panthers are always going to get either exactly. here or the. If you said New Zealand Warriors are going to get yeah. to the semi final this year, I don't think many people would have that bet. Like, and now the Broncos as well. I thought I think from the fall of last year, yeah, to what they came out and the consistency that they showed. I know Kevy was under serious pressure, but I think he had to get a bit of dead weight out and. Mm. Get his own lads in, like, and get the back, like, the, that monkey off his back with these old Bronco players, nearly. Yeah. There's an, there's an element, too, as well, of, like, this award, it's, it's a bit like the MVP in the NFL and the NBA. It is a narrative-based award. Oh, definitely, yeah. Like, yeah. Michael Jordan should have won the MVP every season he played in the NBA. Yeah. Same with LeBron James. But... It, there has to be, yeah. There's, there's a narrative award, and there's an element there's of... a Cinderella story from... <laughs> you know, that way. Yeah. No, definitely, yeah. I think it's more for the fans than it is for the, the actual, you know, that way. Yeah. No, definitely. Um, it'd be interesting to see, as you said, if they can go back to back. I'd love, now, I'm not saying they will make semi-finals, but I'd love to see them being top eight for the yeah. next coming years and, and like establishing themselves and getting a bit of focus over there for whatever they're going to do with the rugby league game over New Zealand. And look, there's an element <coughs> to it, like, we got the Dolphins in and they were you know, they were, look, they were a success in the first season, but they were they were a larger success in the first few weeks. Then they got absolutely obliterated by suspensions and injuries. But we've talked about expanding again. Yeah. And one of the places that's always discussed and should be the site of the next expansion is a second New Zealand based franchise. And in order for that to kind of get the green light, we need a very competitive Warriors. So, that it's the obvious choice, yeah. and it makes sense because you've a you've a playing pool in New Zealand now to support two franchises, and that would be great for the game. No, definitely. It's it, it, I. I'm not very knowledgeable with the sort of playing. You know, like the if you went to New Zealand, where's the hotbed of rugby league like? It's it, so I think it's it's kind of a mixed match. It's not too dissimilar, I would imagine, and I don't know, to the situation we have in this country, whereby it's union players. I think because it's closer to Australia and you've less competing sports, it's probably there's probably a bigger surplus of yeah high quality players players that haven't got to a super league team or whatever or yeah, super rugby team. team yeah. But I I do think. There's playing talent there. Yeah. The All Blacks are no longer the All Blacks. They're New Zealand yeah. uh, until they become invincible again. So I think there's a real opportunity for League in New Zealand to hammer down and uh, set themselves up with an increased foundation, I suppose. Mm -hmm. But uh, look, there's two semi-finals. We, we've talked about all the sides involved. It's been a great year for all four involved. Like we we said it before that the like the Panthers and and the Broncos were the outliers, yeah. But we were happy with the Storm and I thought the Storm had a great. Uh, yeah. If you said the Storm were going to make the semi-finals, I would not laugh, but I said it was a tough tough journey, <laughs> and they proved us all wrong. And the only reason you wouldn't have laughed was because who's over them? Yeah, yeah. You never put and I never 
not back. Ben, ben. Ben. Yeah. If his back's against the wall, you know he's going to come out swinging. Like, and, and he'd have a plan. He's a wary old fox. Like, he has a plan every time he goes out. Like, yeah. So, look, I suppose moving on to the grand final this Sunday, 1st of October. Kickoff is half nine Irish time. Lovely time. Uh, Panthers open up at $1.65. Favourites, rightly enough so. And the Broncos open as $2.25. Look, it's, it's the final we, we wanted. Well, not wanted, but we you could predict. And and you want the grand final to be the best two sides in the competition. It, it definitely is this year. Um, I think... There's a lot of parables with this. They have... The two boys, Alan Reddins and Cleary, on the same total points for the year. 240 yeah. points each. They've also both met... Four, sorry. They've also both... They've met twice this year. Round 12, the Panthers won 15-4. Round 1, the, the match that ultimately kicked the Broncos off this year, they beat the Panthers 13 points to 12. So they've split the series. Um, This is the desire. Full stop. Mm. Um, I think there's a, there's a lot... It's definitely, out of all the years, it's the two teams that deserve to be in it. Yeah. You know, sometimes some will creep in through the, like the top eight like and, and get it going around in the finals like or come to the cream the last two games. like. But because they were one and two the whole year around like, and no drop off, I think it's it's going to be a cracking final. Absolutely. Like, and you, you look through this, the season stats, like wins this season, the boat tied at 77%. Points scored, Panthers seven fifteen, the Broncos seven oh seven. Where the the where the Broncos seem to kind of lose the head to head is defensively. It's gonna have to be the defensive performance of the season. This side for me, the the Broncos, they're kind of trying to find uh, a kind of a, a semblance and I can't from the league world, but it, it's 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 I'm gonna use a Premier League example. Do you remember Newcastle the, the year they ran Liverpool very close? Not Liverpool, they ran United very United, close yeah, to the country. They didn't care if they concede three, they'd score four. score four. Yeah. And the Broncos are not the same, but very similar. Very similar, yeah. They, Their emphasis is on more attack than it is in yeah. defense. Whereas Panthers would be happy to score five points and kill you all day. Yeah. And that's. They'd actually go, we score less and, and kill you with yuck. Yeah. Um, and the pure. Same as they did the storm, they just they can ass- assert pressure like few sides can. Yeah, and they make you play beneath yourself. And diff in different ways. Mm. Like clearly, can come into his game and kick the the letter out of the ball, or they can like you kick long, and we're gonna be happy to to let our backs run at you all day, get massive meters, and then. We'll kick long again mm. and have all our forwards absolutely creamy coming mm. out of fucking yardage mm. like. Which they, we've seen it done before, like like they're happy if you look at their exit sets, they're happy for the all like from centers to wingers to full back to take all that meters. Like the whole set. Mm-hmm. The fours might need to touch it. And then as soon as he kicks into the corner, who's the first three, four lads? Fisher Harris, <laughs> Sonny Lou, they all coming down yeah. to kill you like. Yeah. And it's it, it's a big, big test. It'd be interesting to see how uh Kevy uh plays Payne Ass. Will he see any difference in the way he uses like the on off sort of method? I wonder will he let him He has to you have to let him loose. Yeah, um, I think this is reins off. He's well in to do it. I think he could go any minutes if you ask him. Now the the one concern I would have is you know the expression 
you need to lose one to win one. Mm. I'd be I'd be concerned about the Broncos in terms of still lack of experience in this big game. Like it is a huge, huge game. Mm. You've plenty of players who on for both kind of sides have plenty of origin experience. Um on on either roster, they're probably two of the more rep experienced sides. sides. Yeah, yeah, definitely. They have a, a, all of, all across the fucking you like you, you're thinking of like Queensland, but then you think of New Zealand. Like Jordan Rickey's been on the New Zealand camp mm. for ages, like mm. stuff like that. So it'd be really interesting to see. Um, no, it's it's <laughs> your heart. Your head says Panthers. Your heart probably says Broncos. If if you're a, a <laughs> sort of a, a purist of the game. <laughs> yeah, you just you just you just it's it's like that whole Limerick thing. It's like you you kind of well you can appreciate the exceptionist of Limerick and apologies for our international listeners because they're probably like what is Limerick go look up Limerick yeah. or, or, <laughs> uh, Horland first and foremost yeah. and then Limerick um, but you kind of do just kind of the competition probably needs the Broncos to win one because it's similar to Souths in that like there's an expression about Souths which is like league is going well when, when the bunnies are going well mm. and the Broncos are somewhat similar like mm. the NRL kind of needs the Broncos to be what they are right now, and we probably need. If if the if the Panthers win again this year, I kind of have a feeling that you you get a sense that it's very hard for them to to be knocked off the perch. They're gonna to have to yeah. slowly come away from the perch. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I think it is the best side. But I, it, it's gonna be it's gonna go down as the greatest side ever. I think. Yeah. In a way of grand final wins, like nobody has done, what they're doing now. No. Like back to back, unbelievable, triple <laughs> grand three peats, three peats or whatever you call it. Yeah. It's it's ridiculous, like, and it's it's so attritional the game like that. It's ridiculous how like I think there's only one injury. Taylor Taylor, Taylor May is the only injury. Yeah. And the Broncos are without any injuries, so they're yeah. fully fit. Like it's ridiculous to have to go to a grand final. And not have a list of, yeah. of like yeah. walking wounded. The the argument there would be it shows the value of the boy. Yeah. And then arguably a less intense prelim point for both sides. Probably, yeah. Like, yeah, yeah without yeah. being that they came away unscathed, like yeah. yeah. And just well just the fact that like we've had years where the prelim finals was go golden point yeah. and yeah. all this but look I, I think it's gonna be a fascinating grand final. I just hope we get the game we're all expecting. The Broncos hold up to their yeah, end of the bargain. Yeah, yeah, and it, yeah. it, it is on the Broncos to make this a grand final. Yeah, if, it was, it, it, if you'd wish it was a two-game, a two-team final. Like, yeah. The, yeah. The Panthers didn't go out. Now, fair enough, the Panthers go out and obviously you just have to look at it and go, geez, that's, yeah, you're looking at something special. But uh, if the Broncos come and try and play the way that they're playing all year, I think it's going to be a really interesting final. Mm. And two different styles. Yeah, and styles make fights at the yeah. end of the day. So, yeah, that's uh, that's it there. I think. Um, I think uh, the women's grand final then is on Sunday. Yeah. At, uh, I think it's five fifty five in the morning. We won't be watching. It. I don't think. I don't think I'll record it. But the Knights and the Titans, which is great to see two teams that weren't really in mm. any before making this final. It just shows you, like the NRL do it well with promoting and growing the game and. The NRW is doing the exact same thing. It's it's getting to the stage, uh, that 
they grow to the game. They're not overexpanding and, and sort of diluting that pool of players. Mm. Every year they're getting someone new and there's always like you have the likes of uh, Isabel Kelly and like their like household and sort of names and, mm. and established but then you have like uh, Tegan Berry in, in in what's the red team again, sorry, the Dragons. Yeah. Absolutely like chopping trees like a fucking like unreal rugby like. The NRLW has really got the award for having the pathways in place before the club. Oh yeah. Like everyone sort of has to go through like a real rigorous like uh, to get your contract to go into the mm. NRLW. Like it's a, I think it's like other teams and other sports and, and expansions should look at how they are promoting mm. and expanding this league because it is special like. It'll be interesting to see. I know the the poor roosters, my roosters, uh, got bet twelve nil by the Titans on on last week, but supposedly they had, they had to sign their strength and conditioning coach with the amount of injuries they were, they were training the trial yeah, deal, and they were tipped to, they 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 had a serious squad at the beginning like, but uh, I think injuries just caught up in them and it wasn't great finish to the end of the season mm-hmm. like, but sure that's sport, yeah. <laughs> these things happen. Yeah, look, I think that concludes not just the episode but the season. Um, I hope you enjoyed it. Hope you enjoyed it. There's more. There's more on the network for the sportsman. We obviously have Huddles and Stout, the NFL podcast. If if you if you switch over to America's favorite pastime to get you through the off season, some good games there at the weekend. And then for the uh, for just the average sportsman, and the gigglers, ball bags on Friday mornings Irish time. Um, if either of those. I'll try and get on the ball bags there for 10 minutes. Yeah, we need you. Once you get back for your, from your end of season tour. Yeah, to get the tan up. Yeah. Um, but look, that's all from me. That's me done too. Thank you and good night. Good luck. Points all. Played to Kiri. He's down the left short past Mitchell. Beautiful pass to Tupo. Into the back.